This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Learn more about their upcoming virtual gathering and register for free at annualconvention.fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Politics have ground to a halt in the nation's capital. Supporters of President Donald Trump stormed the U.S. Capitol building during the joint session of Congress to count the electoral votes and certify Joe Biden as the winner of the November election. The building came under siege during the adjudication of the first of six anticipated objections, and members of Congress were evacuated from the chambers. At time of recording, the stoppage was still preventing Congress from considering the objection or conducting any other legislative business. The day started with Democrats feeling good about the results of the Georgia runoff races. We sure did not take the most direct path to get here, but here we are. That was Senator Chuck Schumer reacting to the results that will put the upper chamber in a 50-50 tie. With the tie-breaking vote of Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, that would put the Democrats in the majority. The last time the chamber found themselves in a 50-50 split, a power-sharing agreement was reached. Schumer says he and Kentucky Republican Mitch McConnell will need to sort out the rules of the road. I uh, look forward to sitting down with Leader McConnell. Uh, we have a lot of things to discuss. We first have to wait till the races are certified and the new senators here are here and Vice President Kamala is in the chair before we can put anything in place. But certainly we'll have to talk. Schumer said he didn't want to get into priorities just yet, aside from noting $2,000 coronavirus relief checks would be top of mind. For agriculture, a Democratic Senate would mean a return to the chairmanship of the Senate Ag Committee for Debbie Stabenow. AgriPulse's Ben Nully caught up with the Michigan Democrat and has more. Senator Debbie Stabenow tells reporters tackling the climate crisis will be one of her top priorities as Senate Ag Committee Chair. We have a number of top priorities around health care and around uh, tackling the climate crisis. And through the, uh, as chair of the Agriculture Committee, we're going to lead an effort to create uh, a voluntary climate exchange and basically climate, climate policy for farmers and ranchers, and that's a top priority for me. Senator John Bozeman is expected to be the top Republican on the committee. He says he's willing to work with Sabinow. Whatever we do is going to be governed by common sense and good science. I'm concerned the president, uh, it's been attributed to him, his three major concerns with agriculture were trade. We don't really know what he's going to do in that regard climate in the Chesapeake Bay. That doesn't really say a whole lot for the vast majority of ranchers and farmers out in the world. Bozeman says he wants to continue the relationship former Chairman Pat Roberts had with her as the new Congress gets underway. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, the leader of the nation's pork checkoff says processing capacity has stabilized following the COVID-19 pandemic and the industry expects to see positive returns as a result. Certainly there are many folks that are struggling financially or out of work, particularly those in the service sector. But when you look at the macroeconomic condition, uh, there's the, the U.S. household savings rate is pretty high. And so I think once we get some vaccines rolled out here in, in Q1 of 2021, uh, get the chance to get the economy open back up again. And we're anticipating a surge in spending. That's Bill Even, the CEO of the National Pork Board. He says the industry has had to adapt to some changes, including a consumer more focused on at-home dining. Folks were spending money uh, upgrading their kitchens, upgrading their patios, putting in grills, and really figuring how are they going to uh, do more at home. And so the pork checkoff has really pivoted in that sense 
to really help those folks understand how am I going to cook, how am I going to grill, how am I going to um, feed my family with pork. And we see, we're going to see a lot more of those uh, family celebrations, barbecue type things occurring, uh, particularly once uh, the vaccine gets rolled out. He says the export picture also looks strong, but will be dependent on the spread of African swine fever in other countries and the potential opportunities that offers up for U.S. exports. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bureau is thrilled to throw open the doors of its virtual convention. Join us from your homes and offices to hear inspiring, entertaining, and insightful speakers like Mike Rowe, Rourke Denver, and Beth Ford. Register for free at annualconvention.fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.